University Baptist Church is a faith community striving to think critically, live creatively, and love continually in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We gather on Sunday mornings at 5775 Highland Road between Lee Drive and Kenilworth Parkway. Visit ubc-br.org or at UBCBR on Facebook for more information. My dream for UBC is quite simple. It's for our congregation to truly be a family that provides a safe space for anyone who wants to search for answers in Christ. No big deal, right? We are surrounded by many different kinds of people with different backgrounds and different cultures, but who are ultimately seeking the same thing, to belong. We often talk about the good old days and pine away for some idyllic society, but only include selective memories of a bygone era. era. Let me give you my example. I grew up in a very evangelical Southern Baptist church in Alabama. Andy's not here, so don't tell him that part, okay? My family was in church literally every time the doors were open. But across this congregation in the 1970s version of a megachurch, we were all just alike. No diversity at all. I didn't interact with folks who weren't just like us. As a matter of fact, it was frowned upon to have friends who weren't white and straight and had exactly the same theology as us. So my dream for UBC is a part of this good old days. I want the sense of community, but I want it to be for anyone who wants to share it, not just the chosen few. I think the more we interact with people who are not just like us, the more we will find that we have in common. I believe we need to start getting to know each other. And while reaching in, we will then be better able to reach out into the community around us. I know a lot of folks at UBC. I've been here a long time. I know your names, probably your spouses and your kids but I don't really know a lot of you. When I was young, we called that having school friends. You knew each other from algebra or chemistry class. You you knew where each other's locker was, but you didn't really know anything deeply about each other. It's superficial. It's not unimportant, but it's not enough. We're all very different but we might find out that we have more in common than we know. And only saying hi on Sunday morning is not quite enough. In Galatians 3, Paul tells us, So in Christ Jesus you are all children of God through faith. For all of you were baptized into Christ, and Christ hath clothed, yourse- and clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. A couple of weeks ago, we had the last of the summer gatherings. I sat with a group of UBC school friends and two people I'd never met before. 
a high school student, and a young woman who had recently moved back to Baton Rouge. We each shared our detailed dreams for UBC, but in the end, we all had the same big dream, to make UBC a welcoming and inclusive home for anyone. We each had an individual lens through which we viewed inclusiveness, involve high school students more, have events and opportunities for single adults, promote young family inclusion, target college students from disparate backgrounds, cherish our experienced adults and homebound members. Rather than changing the dialogue, each edition broadened the conversation. It broadened our circle. We became a little closer than school friends. Our lenses focused on a bigger and bigger picture of a UBC family. If we all start taking some time to get to know our friends here at UBC, then our circles will broaden even more. We might even find out that we have more in common than we thought. We might grow to know each other well enough to respect and appreciate our differences. I work with LSU students, and they are my focus for inclusion in the UBC family. They come in all shapes and sizes, cultures, languages, and creatively unnatural hair colors. They come from small towns in Louisiana and big cities on the east and west coasts. They think they have all the answers, but they are weighted down with questions. Right now, they're looking for some place or some group to belong to. It might be a sorority or a fraternity. It might be a student service organization. But what if it's a church? What if they came to UBC? How would we react if some of these students came to our services? What if they had lots of piercings or tattoos, dreadlocks, fashionably torn clothes? What if they were gay? What if they had deep theological questions or doubts? Somehow making some of us a little uneasy with their presence. Would we welcome them? Would you welcome them? God has made us all in God's image. How could we turn away a fellow child of God? In Matthew 25, Jesus shared a parable with his followers. Then the king will say to those on his right, Enter you who are blessed by my Father. Take what's coming to you in this kingdom. It's been ready for you since the world's foundation. And here's why. I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was homeless, and you gave me a room. I was shivering, and you gave me clothes. I was sick, and you stopped by to visit. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then those sheep are going to say, Master, what are you talking about? When did we ever see you hungry and feed you, thirsty and give you a drink? And when, when did we ever see you sick or in prison and come to you? Then the king will say, I'm telling the solemn truth. Whenever you did this to one of whenever you did one of these things to someone overlooked or ignored, that was me. 
You did it to me. Then he will turn to the goats. So, my family, my dream for UBC is that our congregation should be truly open doors and be more than school friends, a community that provides a safe and loving space for everyone, a family that is willing to allow even those who seem to be oh so different but are really just fellow seekers. When Andy asked me to speak, I, was, I told him, I said, I've only been a member of this church for a few years. And he said, well, that's a good thing. And it is a good thing. I'm happy to be a member of this church. Uh, I just wanted to give you a little background on myself. Um, I'm Chuck Goodwin. I'm married to Lynn Bartels. And um, she's the reason I'm in this church. But uh, I was not raised a Baptist. I was born into a non-religious family. My mother was a Catholic. My father was an agnostic. And my mother was excommunicated from the church for marrying him. And so we did not live a religious life. My mother, my father was a merchant seaman. He was gone a lot. My mother did the best she could. She raised 11 children. Um, and we had a, a different lifestyle than I imagine, I know from Sherry's talk, different than that, that's for sure. We went to church irregularly. We were, we were Easter and Christmas uh, Catholics, if you will, but um, not very often did we get to go to church. My mother did have, however, a book that I read when I was young. It was a, I saw someone display one one time. Uh, it's a children's book on the Bible, and it was mostly pictures and a little story. And, and I studied that and um, it, learned a little bit about the Bible that way. So um, growing up, I didn't go to church. Um, when I graduated from high school, I went to work. I um, went to college at night, and I got drafted into the Army in 1966, served three years, one year in Vietnam, which was a tough, tough experience. Um, when I got back from Vietnam, I, got, I went back to work. I got married, had two children. And... Um, then when I came to Baton Rouge, my marriage fell apart, and we got divorced, and a number of years later, I remarried, married my Shirley, my wife. She was a non-practicing Baptist, which was interesting. Um, her mother was always fussing at her because she didn't practice, and well, her mother lived in Lake Charles, so wasn't a, a regular thing that she would be, at, be on top of us. But uh, anyway, she passed away 19 years later after a very short battle with cancer. And in all the experiences I've had in my life, that was the hardest, dealing with that. And it was eight weeks from the time she was diagnosed to the time she was buried um, that started my journey, my religious journey, because I, I, I needed something. 
And I've been born, raised a Catholic as much as I was, as much as anything, I guess. Uh, I went to the Catholic Church. I took the adult Catholicism course. And I was baptized in 2006 because I had never been baptized. I didn't even know that. That's how little I knew about religion. So, um, but I turned to religion for, to handle my grief. And I had a very good mentor, uh, Father Vic at Our Lady of Mercy Church. He, uh, he also was a Vietnam veteran, which I, which I guess that kind of gave me a, a, a base. Um, in, in 2007, I was introduced to Lynn Bartels, and it was a life-changing experience because she brought me to UBC, and I was amazed at the friendliness, at the acceptance, at the love that was, that was given to me by this church, and I, and I think that that is indicative of what Sherry was talking about with the inclusiveness. Because here was a person who was not a Baptist, had not been involved in religion that much, and yet I was accepted, and I felt accepted, and I felt loved when I came to this church. And my dream for UBC is for that to be felt by many, many more people, and I think that that's God's dream for UBC. Being a member has been an amazing experience. I've gotten involved in the properties committee. I'm on the governing board now, deacon. I'm even leading Sunday school, if you can believe that. <laughs> and you notice I didn't say I'm teaching Sunday school. I'm leading Sunday school, and we have a wonderful Sunday school. Um, it's been, been one of the most pleasant experiences of my life to be a member of the Pilgrims class. When I first started, Paul Morrow was the teacher, so you can imagine how well the class was run. And um, when I was asked to take over the leadership of the, of the class, I was dumbfounded because I said, I, I don't know anything about teaching Sunday school. So we just decided we got a number of people to teach, and uh, I, do, I lead when I teach. And it's, it's, I learn more from teaching or leading than, than I do give out, I'll tell you that. So what dream has God given me for UBC? Uh, I have to say I want other people, like I said earlier, other people to experience what I've experienced with UBC. And I believe that there are people in the community that we could reach out to and bring into the church. And I know they'd be accepted because they accepted me. I get enthused by the, the sermons. I really do. And um, I really enjoy every version that we've had. I've been through Jay, Mike and Griff, and Mike by himself, and now Andy. And I'm really looking, looking at that as an experience of diversity within, within leadership. They're good. Every one of them has been good. And I enjoy Andy. I really do. And I look forward to his time here. I think God has directed me 
to be a better person. And being a part of UBC is helping me do that, I believe. And I wish other people would come to this church and see what we have to offer because it's, it's really a wonderful thing. Uh, we've been involved in community services, reading Friends of the Highland, feeding the homeless, and there are other ministries in the church that, that, that God has given us an opportunity to be part of. So I wish that other people would come here. In closing, I, says, I believe, as my good friend Neil Odenwald so well expressed, that God is not done with UBC, that we have a lot to offer to the community around us. And I believe that's what we need to direct our attention to. Thank you. All right, good morning. How are you all this, this Sunday? <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Katie Boyd, daughter of David, David and Susie Patterson, wife of Rodney Boyd and mom to Jackson, who's three, and William, who's one. I'm also a teacher at University Lab School and am perfectly comfortable in front of a classroom full of kids all day long, doing any number of crazy things to motivate them. Uh, but this morning, in front of the adults of my UBC family, I'm way out of my comfort zone. <laughs> so bear with me. Um, Andy approached us and charged us with the task of speaking to you all about the dream that we have for UBC and our future. I'm honored to do so, but in doing so, I had to really sit down and think about what this meant to me. What is my dream for UBC? Good question. Can I put it into words? Uh, let me start off by giving you a little bit of my history. That shapes my dream for the future. I've been at this church for about 30 years now. I've grown up around many of you and feel as though uh, so many of you are a part of my family. I remember being baptized by George Hale. I remember sitting in that pew, yes, the same one for about 20 years, <laughs> and coloring next to my parents during the services as a young child. Uh, I remember Mr. Pat Brown telling me and other, other friends like Sarah Kilpatrick, Tanner Strohshine, Kendall Tipton, Emily Garland, so many others, stories in Sunday school about Daniel in the lion's den and David and Goliath. I remember playing musical instruments and learning hymns with Gail Wager and Bonnie Ellis. I also remember playing coach's pitch and attending crawfish boils on the baseball field in the back of the church. Attending Mission Fuge and Cross Point mission trips helped to shape my faith as an awkward teenager. There are so many great memories and wonderful role models that it is incredibly hard to list them all, but they were all so important to me. All of this being said, I don't expect the UBC I know in the past to be exactly the same as the UBC of the future, but what does stay constant is that I want UBC to be a place where my family and I can come to worship God and to be around people that will make us better Christians and also allow us opportunities to reach out to others outside of our church community. I want to be a part of a church that reaches out to the hearts of everyone, as Ms. Sherry and Mr. Chuck were saying, a person who's attended this church their whole life, someone who's experiencing uh, their first Sunday at UBC, but also those that may not even know that they need a church home like UBC. This dream for our church includes a church service that even the unchurched love to attend and that feeds the soul of all of those that do attend, from the youngest to the oldest member. I hope that our church will invest heavily in children's and youth ministries because they are our future. And as a mom of two young boys, I want them to grow up as I did in the church surrounded by friends and family. 
And I pray that our church will continue to engage more and more people in spiritual growth through classes and community as we've been doing. As I look around and see so many wonderful people, it reminds me that UBC is an amazing place of worship and fellowship. But I also know that part of my, excuse me, part of what will help our church fulfill my dream is that I have to play a part in that dream as well. If you're anything like me, you are busy people. (laughs) I feel overwhelmed constantly with my work, my children, keeping up my house, and the list goes on and on. But I have to step back and remember what is most important, and that is God. Spreading the word of God and putting him first is what should be at the top of my priorities list. Therefore, another part of my dream is that UBC members, including myself, will give back to UBC what it has given to you. In my dream, we will get our hands dirty and put our feet to the pavement. We will use our time, talents, and treasure to make a real difference in our surrounding communities. I believe that churches are called to be on the front lines, engaging people in the most important mission on planet Earth, bringing the gospel to all of those around us. As the Bible reminds us in 1 Corinthians 14:26, What then, brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. Let all things be done for building up. Thank you.